Sister Irene Sullivan has lost a set of car keys. If anybody knows anything about them, please return them to Sister Irene or Brother Wallace Sullivan. <clears throat> I thought while we, the power of God was a falling while ago. Yeah. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, yeah. he stood up with 11. Yeah. And he says, these are not full of new wine, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that, that come to pass, that it is spoken of by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. On all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. On my handmaidens and on my servants, and they shall prophesy. We're not drunk at all, but we're filled with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon thee, because the Lord hath anointed thee to preach good tidings to the meek, the opening of the prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I've had a good year this year. The Lord has blessed me. He's blessed me with a reasonable portion of health. And I thank the Lord for that. I asked the Lord if he, if he wanted me to, and if it was his will, if I never shouted while I lived, if he would give me the privilege of preaching. I thought of this. I'd just about as soon not live. As to not get to preach. You just sit there and you cry and you twist and you turn. And if you don't get a chance to get rid of it, get it out. I thought of, uh, of uh, if I can find it right quick over here, of what Jeremiah says. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak of him anymore in his name. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. So I thank the Lord that it's in there. The inward fire. We sing that song, the fire of heavenly love is burning in my soul. And I thank the Lord for this large crowd of my lovely brothers and sisters that are here. It's been my privilege to visit with a lot of you this year. The Lord has blessed me with that privilege, and I've enjoyed being with each one of you at your place. And I pray earnestly that you will give me your undivided attention. Not that what I say will amount to anything, but I we just sung, hearken to his counsel, for he knows what's best. When the word of God is handed to me, I have to call on God. I have to ask the Lord. I say, Lord, if you don't go with me, carry me not up. And I pray, God, not that I may speak great swelling words or that I might get a pack, but I ask the Lord to give me his word straight from heaven. And I'd, I'd rather both my tongue would cleave to the roof of my mouth than to not say what God gives me to say. Now the word of God is quick. It's powerful. And that it's sharper than any Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight for all things are naked and open in the eyes of him with whom we have to do. 
God knows all about us. He knows the hearts of everyone that's here. And I pray, God, that you'll call, ask God to give you that assurance that we will sing. And when was it we sang that blessed assurance? Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Isn't that a wonderful assurance? When we see suddenly someone has gone into eternity. You know, uh, I have a very dear friend that uh, I think a lot of that takes good care of his health. He, uh, he's very health-minded. He wants to take exercise and he likes certain kind of diet and, and food so he can live long and be healthy. But do you know what? We're not promised a sick bed. We may go into eternity some other way. You might be in perfect health and the automobile wreck can take you out. So the main thing is to take care of your soul. Your soul is the most important thing. I think about that rich man that said, I'd have no place to bestow all of my goods. I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and I'll build greater. And I'll say to my soul, I'll say to my soul, take thine ease. Right. Take thine ease. What did Jesus yeah. say? What did he say? He says, Thou fool, oh, right. this night shall thy soul be required of thee. Yeah. Then who yeah. shall yeah. all of these things yeah. be? Right. Your soul is the most important thing yeah. that you have in life. Right. Now, as I said about the Word of God, I believe Paul, in writings of Timothy, he says, Continue in the things thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. That's the way we know about salvation. Uh, Dear friends, the only way Anybody in the world knows anything about salvation is contained in the lid of this Bible. That's right. That's the Lord. There is no other book that's canonical. That's right. There is no other authority that you can quote that God will accept except the Word of God. He said, My word is like a fire and like a hammer that breaketh in pieces this wicked nation. Yeah, right. What it says. Yeah. So the word of God is all we've got yes, it is. to all go by. Yeah. The only way we know that we didn't spring from monkeys is because of the word of God. Right. Scientists try to tell us that we evoluted from a monkey. But God's word says that the Lord God formed man yeah. out of the dust of the ground uh, and breathed into his nostrils the, the breath, breath of life, right. and man became a living soul. Right. And I believe that's the word of God. So I believe we were created. And all anybody knows about it, and I'll declare unto you on the authority of God's word, it says to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. 
I don't care what else you are. I don't care what you join. You can never join anything that will cause you to have holiness. But he said, abstain from all the appearance of evil and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. We're sanctified by the Holy Ghost. We're sanctified by the Holy Ghost. If I stop and rest a little bit, don't don't get weary. Just have a little patience. In Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter, beginning at the 15th verse, see... I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thou turn away, so thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan, to go to possess it. Uh, now listen. I call heaven yeah. and earth uh, yeah. to record yeah. this day against you uh, that I have set before thee life and death, yes. blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life That's right. that both thou and thy seed may live. Yeah. Now the Lord has given us as fellow travelers to eternity. He's given us the right of choice. In in the Uncle Sam's army, whether we want to or not, we're drafted. People have got to go answer the call of Uncle Sam. But in the army of the Lord, it's a volunteer for Jesus. There's nobody in this army that had to be drafted. No, not one. Everybody that's in the holy, in Christ sanctified yeah. holy church, anybody that's serving God yeah. is serving God by yeah. choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, in Joshua 24 and 15, when I was a little boy going to Sunday school when Sister Velma Foster was my teacher, I was a little boy a long time ago. I memorized this verse, and it's been with me ever since. It's Joshua 24 and 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the god of the Amorites, 
in whose land ye dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You've got a chance to choose. Choose life. Oh, Moses is writing in the Deuteronomy I just read. He said, I've set before you life and good death and evil. Right. He says, therefore, choose life. He not only gave you a right of choice, but he gave you a counsel to choose life yeah, that both did. thou yeah. and thy seed may That's live. Right. It's a right of choice. Yes, it is. I know it would agree, it would bless every heart here. If you was in the early morning prayer service, you hear those mothers and those fathers say, pray for my lost children. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You hear those ten folks will say, bless my brother over yonder and bless my mother over there. It's on their hearts. But folks, you don't to serve God just because you want to please your mother and your father. You, can't get re- you cannot get sanctified just wanting to please your mother and your father. You've got to want life. Yeah, You've got to want to live. You're going to have to want to serve God. Yeah. Oh, I've got some more scripture over here. Will you all just pray that the Spirit of the Lord will have its full right away. Isaiah says, My words shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It'll prosper. In the thing whereunto I said it, for you shall go out with joy, and you shall be led forth with peace, and the mountains and hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Oh, it makes a change. My folks and my friends, the power of God is just as great as it ever was. The same God that struck the Apostle Paul down on his way to Damascus uh, when he had letters of authority to go before the high priest to get all the sanctified people and take them and put them in jail. uh, They just struck him down. I want you to catch what he said. He struck him down. On the way to Damascus, there come a light. Every one of you know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to tell you something that you don't know, but I'm trying to stir up your pure mind about it. And as he struck him down, he says, Who art thou, Lord? He says, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. He says, It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And it is when the heart begins to prick your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to kick. That's yeah. right. The prick. I thought about it when I started talking about the day of Pentecost. When the fire fell, read on to where, when they were pricked in their hearts. Yes, that's right. Yeah, when they begin to preach. When they began, yeah. the fire fell like it did there. Yeah. It says they were pricked that's right. in their heart. And says, men and brethren, what shall we do? He says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children. And to all that are forth, 
even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The promise is unto us. So we, it's going to take the fire and the power of heavenly love of falling. If you want conviction to fall on people, you've got to do things that will cause that fire to fall. And I'll tell you how to do. Just watch what happens and see what makes it fall. See what kills a meeting and don't do that. Find what causes the power to fall and do that. That's the way to get the power going. Find out what does Well, I'm going to read you a little bit about some fire falling right here. Uh, all, of, all of you people, I'm sure you Bible readers, know all about when Elijah wanted to prove the true and the living God. Yes. When he calls Baal's prophets, you know, he says, I'll tell you what you do. We're going to find out if, uh, who's the, who is the true and living God. We're going to get two bullocks now, and you choose which one you want. Because you're a lot of you folks, there's only one of me, there's a multitude of you, I'm going to give you a first go at it. Yeah. You go ahead and build your altar, and you yeah. take your bullock and cut it in pieces, yeah. and put it on there, but don't put any fire under it. No. Don't put any fire under it. And he says, I'll take one, and I'll cut the bullock up, and I'll build the altar and I'll call on the Lord. Yeah. They was going to call on their God. But he says, I'll call on the Lord. And he says, the God that answers by fire, let him be God. Praise the Lord. what he said. That's what he said. The God that answers by fire, let him be They said it is well spoken. Yeah, well spoken. Well, just keep feeling. All I ask you to do is keep your feelers around and find out what causes the power to fall and find out what causes it to... And then just don't do what causes it to go squat and what it takes it to go. Let's do that. If you want conviction to fall on with... We had Sunday school here a while back. uh, They were singing... That good old song about a, I was out on life's sea, so burdened with sin and distress. Yeah. It wasn't no shouting song. Our people oh, wasn't jumping up and down. But all oh, their hands was up. Yeah. I was shut. Yeah. The fire was falling and I was tingling just all over like I was charged with electricity. And we had our young children just crying. Yeah. And they went to the altar. Folks, you've got to have fire in your pulpit. You've got to have fire falling in order to cause conviction to fall on these children, these lovely people, the ones that we love. All right, uh, but when he come and Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, Follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. How long hold ye between two opinions? See, I have set before thee life and good, death and evil. So choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. How long hold ye between two opinions? If God be God, serve him. 
and it will be God serve him. That's right. Jesus says in Matthew 6 and 24, no man can serve two masters. Right. No man can serve two masters. You will either love the one and hate the other. You'll hold the one and you'll despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. I've got a, another passage of scripture I don't believe I have turned down. But in connection with that, I want to read this. And they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened. And the Lord hearkened. That's right. That's the Lord. We want the Lord to hear. That's right. We want the Lord to hearken. That's right. All right. They, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him. For them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. And they shall be mine. Yeah, they shall be mine, says the Lord. In the day when I make up my jewels. When I make up my jewels. You sanctified people are the Lord's jewels. They'll be mine when I make up my jewels. And I will as a man spares his own son yes, that serveth him. Now here's the verse. Yeah. Then, bless the Lord. Then shall ye return yes, and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Bless the Lord. Between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. I say the power of God is just the same today. The God that ruled it all in time. Is just the same today. We want to tell you the standard is still here. Yes, it is. The power of God is just as great to get a hold of one as it did the other. That's right. When the Lord got hold of Edward, he turned him from darkness to light. From the power of Satan to that of God. He received forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them that are sanctified. It'll work. Everywhere. Your case is not any harder than the other one. No case too hard for the Lord. Oh, how long halt ye between two opinions? If God be God, serve Him. Oh, I know what the enemy pays you off with. I know the pay that the enemy pays you off with. He pays you off with heartaches. I know he pays you off with disappointment. What you thought you was going to get, it's never there. Oh, I've had them talking to me today, wishing they had a served God. Wish they had remembered their Creator in the days of their youth. But it's not late, too late now. Oh, it's not too late now to serve God. But the God will turn you how far from darkness to light. I want to say, he says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. I'm quoting the Bible, my friend. I'm giving you the Bible. What God's Word says, we'll all have to say. When it says, love not the world, Neither the things that are in the world. 
And if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not there. Did I say that by myself? The Bible says that. The Bible says that. Well, let me tell you something. Make up in your mind you're going to give the world up. That's right. Brother Paul sung a song in Columbia the other day, and just the way he sung it, and the way he looked and what he said made a deep impression on me. Oh, brother, now will you take up the cross? We'll give up the world. chapter of St. Matthew, then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and yeah. followed thee. What shall we have? 
therefore. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall also sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. That's what it says. Doesn't it pay to give up all? Again, he says, except a man forsake all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. I'm going to talk to you about a, a girl in the Bible. In the book of Ruth, this uh, Naomi, you know, she married uh, Elimelech, and uh, there was a famine in the land, and she went to the land of Moab. And uh, uh, it came to pass that in the process of time, Elimelech died, and their two sons had married Moabitish girls, and they also died. There was only... Naoma and Ruth and Orpha, the three women. And they heard how the Lord had visited the people of God, how they had plenty down there in the land. And so they followed her, both of them followed her as she was coming out of the city a little bit. And they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she says, Behold, thy sister-in-law is going back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. Oh, she loved her mother-in-law, and she wept, and she cried, but she turned and went back, didn't she? She how long halt ye between two opinions? That's right. Let's see who made the right decision. That's right. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And Ruth said, don't you all love this? Yeah. Entreat me not to leave thee. That's right. Or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, yeah. I will go. Yeah. And where thou lodgest, yeah. I will lodge. Yeah. Third people shall be my people and thy God, my God. For thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me, and more also, if all but death part thee and me. Oh, she had been in the family so long. She had seen how God blessed his people. Her household was there. Her mother's folks was there. Her God, he said, no man has left houses and land, a father, a mother. She had land. Yes, she had a yes. country that she was loved, the country of Moab, how she loved her country. Oh, but she says, entreat me not to leave you. Or to return from following yes. after thee, for whither thou lodgest, yes. I will lodge. Yes. Thy people shall be my people. Yes. She didn't claim her people, but all thy people yes. shall be my people. That's the way she felt about it. How long no. halt ye between two opinions? Yes. If God be God, yes. serve him. Yes. And if they be God, yes. serve him. Yes. We've got another 
Well, let me read this. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Are you halted between two opinions? Are you in the valley of decision tonight? Do you want God to be yours? As Brother Marshall sung that pretty little song. Don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? When the world's on fire? Wished I had the time to say all that's in my heart. But God, God knows all about it, doesn't he? God knows all about it. I would like for you to think on the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. Yes, it's a good It's idea. a long chapter. Yes, and lots in it. It shall come to pass that thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of thy Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city. Yes. Blessed shalt thou be in the field. Yes. Blessed shalt thou be when thou risest up. Yes. And blessed shalt thou be when thou liest down. If you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord. On the other hand, if you fail to hearken to the voice of the Lord, cursed shalt thou be in the city. Oh, when the Lord curses you, you're cursed. You're not living under the blessing, my friends. If you're not serving God tonight, you're not living under the blessing. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. But let me beg of you to choose life. Choose life that thou mayest live. Serving the enemy of your souls is the way.